On this episode of Let's Go Full Steam Ahead, the podcast, I'm featuring a coffee and conversation that I sat down to have virtually with Caitlin Fowler, who's on a mission to share women's voices, their experiences, their fears, and their advice. She's the creator of Just a Piece of Me, a video series encouraging female empowerment by showing stories of women of all backgrounds. In this conversation, we'll chat about her project, so be sure to follow the Just a Piece of Me social media accounts to stay up to date on the new video releases and learn more about Caitlin. Enjoy this episode. Hi. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good. I am so excited to sit down and chat. I was really excited to drink my coffee, um, right. but <laughs> I am I'm more so excited to hear about you. So would you mind introducing everyone to... Um, who you are and just kind of what you do. Um, yeah, well, my name's Caitlin Fowler um, and I am a graduate student at Wichita State University. This is my last semester. So um, basically what happens with this is that, and I'm in communications too, by the way. So what happens with this is that um, we have the option to do, to write a thesis, to, um, to do the comprehensive exams, or we can choose the professional project. So that's something that traditionally you partner with a business on. Um, and then you kind of do like marketing for them, so to speak, or kind of fulfill whatever projects they need done to help boost their like engagement or boost their brand, anything like that. But I did not want to go the traditional route, of course. And so um, I've been wanting to do a video project, which I have no video experience whatsoever. So that's been um, a fun experience and I've absolutely loved it and like editing videos and everything. And um, it's been an interesting journey to figure out what I wanted to do for my project. Um, so essentially I'd started out wanting to do like a wedding planning thing, but that didn't feel like it had a lot of substance to it or wouldn't really stick with a lot of people or a big audience. And then I moved into wanting to do something within the university because I worked for Wichita State through the Office of Admissions. That's actually where I'm at right now is in my office. Um, and love, then- I love the background. Thank you, thank you. I had to pick the right one. My wall in my <laughs> office is like, totally pink. <laughs> um, favorite I color. That. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but then um, over the summer, I was taking this thematic analysis class. So basically what you do is you find common themes within different like pieces of literature. And that can be like literally anything. So songs, magazines, anything like that. And um, I wanted to get off of this path that I had been on for the course of the three years I've been in grad school, which was picking topics that I felt like I needed to pick because it seemed like the appropriate thing to do as a grad student. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it just felt like I needed to do that because I was a grad student. And so I wanted to get off of that. And so um, I just had fun with it. And the first thing I coded or that I found themes in was a Taylor Swift song. So anybody that's that <laughs> knows, that, <laughs> knows that that's like my thing. Um, so I did that and it was called The Man. And, um, and I'm sure people know the song, The Man, but it's essentially about the um, double standards that we have between our genders. Um, and then I went into um, my final project and I was, um, what was I doing? I was finding the themes and comparing the themes between People Magazine's issue of The Most Beautiful Woman and The Sexiest Man Alive and finding the comparisons between those and how men and women were compared between those two articles. Wow. And it was fascinating. Um, and 
from there, it spurred this idea to do something around gender equality. And through last year, I was doing like a lot of, I don't know if it's self-discovery, but I was like learning a lot about myself and like really um, looking in internally about myself and um, what I was passionate about and things that I loved and thinking about the people I loved and what was going on in the world. Um, and one of those people that really inspired me was my little sister. She's 14. Um, she's just been amazing. And I don't know how, but since she's, you know, been born, she's just been like so unapologetically herself, which is the best way I can put it. And um, I thought, okay, well, I need to do that. And I need to be that person for her that she can look up to in that way. And so that spurred this whole idea for this project. So I will get into that now. <laughs> Okay. Um, that's my whole intro to how I'm doing my project. But basically, um, I'm bringing in women to the Hive Wichita, which is a co-working space in downtown Wichita. And it's phenomenal. Um, there's a ton of amazing women and men that use that co-working space um, and connect with each other. And so part of my project is that I have a committee um, of three different members. So two of them have to be within my school of Delia School of Communication and one has to be an outside community member. And so that community member is Andrea Hatton, who is the owner of the Hive. And so she graciously has been sponsoring my student membership to utilize that facility to conduct my interviews. So um, it's been really fun. And a, my first video actually came out on Monday. So definitely go check that out. And you can do that by following my um, just a piece of me page that was tagged on here. Um, but I'm bringing in all of these women and, um, and it's all voluntary too, because the whole point of this is to make women feel as comfortable as possible. And that's why I chose the hive because it is a safe space for women to show up and um, authentically be themselves there. And it completely fit the nature of this project. So these women will come in and I have cue cards that they read the questions off of in this room, but they're not facing the camera when they're answering these questions. So their back is facing the camera. And you'll see that if you go and watch the video or watch the promo or anything like that. Um, and they'll answer whatever questions they feel comfortable answering. They can answer all nine. They can answer five of them, three of them, one of them. It doesn't matter. The point is for them to feel comfortable and to share their stories and share their advice. Um, but they do have the option at the end of the interview after they've answered um, question eight, they can then turn around and show their identity if they want to before answering question nine. Um, so the whole point is that if they're comfortable enough to come and interview in the first place or if they want to show their identity, these videos are getting out there and um, really just hopefully you know, allowing other women who haven't been able to tell their stories or tell their truths um, to know that they're not alone um, or feel comfortable enough to come out and tell their stories too. whatever it may be. The whole point is to shed light on all of these issues that women face on a daily basis. Um, so the first question that was released was, what is something you do daily to protect yourself? And for me, when I was thinking about that question, I think back to some advice my dad gave me when I was younger, but he was giving it to my brother and sister and I. So it wasn't anything specific to me being a woman, but he always said, keep your head on a swivel when you're like walking out and about. I'm like, okay, sure. And I thought he was like joking, but honestly, that sticks in my head to this day. And for me as a woman, when I'm thinking of what I do daily to protect myself, um, it's something that 
if I have to go to the gas station in the evening, um, if it's quick trip or something, I make sure I park right in the front doors or right by the front doors, um, right under the light. Um, and I get in and I get out. Um, if I'm walking if in through a parking lot in the evening, I make sure I'm on the phone with like one of my family members or my boyfriend or something. Um, just so I have them on the phone in case anything were to happen. Um, I know women carry keys between their fingers. Um, that's something I had shared a post about that on my um, Just a Piece of Me page's story. Um, yeah, I see great advice from the dad to the daughter and sons. Yes, I agree. My dad is amazing. I included that in my proposal, actually. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and he's amazing. And it, actually, to that point, when I went to tell him about this whole idea and how I included him in my proposal and all of that, um, but I was telling him about what some other women have said they do to protect themselves. And um, he's like, honestly, I would have never thought about that. And it wasn't coming from a malicious place. It was simply because as a man, he has never considered the fact that I have to walk through a parking lot and literally keep my head on a swivel. Um, I, I literally have to think about all of that stuff. And I am always like on edge in the evenings, um, mostly whenever I'm walking around and um, looking around in the parking lot. Um, I've had people mention that they don't sit in their cars in the evening by themselves um, because they don't want someone to come up to their car, um, just like a number of things. So um, I don't know if we want to get interactive in here, but if you're yes. watching, I would yeah. love for you to like put into the comments, like something that you do daily to protect yourself as a woman. Um, and that doesn't have to be physical. It can be mental things like mental exercises that we do to go into each day. Um, one, of the... one of my favorite things in the video. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I watched the video on launch day. I was so excited to like tune in to see the first first episode. And I loved how many different ways women answering the question interpreted the question and how um, some of them were physical protection. Some of them were emotional protection. I really loved um, obviously, it's anonymous, so I don't know who said it, but someone, I think she was had a blonde ponytail, um, said <laughs> something about how when she's getting ready in the day to emotionally protect herself, she's sending love to the places that she's going to be. And I was like, I love that. I need to do that. That's so great. I was about to say that exact same thing. Um, she, so on my Instagram, I'm like going to be including graphics with quotes um, that that I like pulled from those interviews. And so that was part of one of them was that she sends love, but she starts out the day um, in a positive mindset. Like she, she doesn't want to go into the day in a negative headspace. And I think that can be something for, you know, all genders. It doesn't just have to be women, but I think for women specifically or anybody who identifies as a woman, it can be hard to go into the, the day knowing that, society has created this world where we have to feel like it's our looks that we have to consider whenever we go into the day or that someone's judging us for something we're wearing, the color of our hair, um, our height, our weight. I mean, there are so many things that women have to think about on the daily that I don't think, um, you know, men may think about it, but they don't feel like they're as judged for it. Um, and so that's something that, you know, I loved with this specific question. And I won't give away all of the questions. If you've interviewed for me, then you know what the questions are. But, um, but 
Yeah. So with the safety question, um, like you said, I, I loved that sending love to other places, to the people that you're going to be working with and just going into the day with a positive attitude. And that can be so hard because everybody's going through something different. I mean, you know, you may be dealing with something today that I don't know about and vice versa, but it's so important to go into the day with a positive attitude and a positive outlook and like sharing appreciation for, or, or showing that appreciation for the things that you have in your life that others might not, um, be able to have. Um, and so that's the whole idea of this project is to, you know, with, with these different questions that you'll hear through the series and you'll see all the women's journeys in their own series. Um, so the next video that's going to release is going to be a different set of women, but eventually you'll hear all the same, um, questions from all of them and their answers. But, um, but that's just something that I've loved is getting to hear these stories, um, from all of these women. And like you said, it's, different answers. I mean, generally, you know, women will say that they, you know, want to try and protect themselves when they're walking around in the evening by themselves. But I mean, it's, it's just amazing to hear the different perspectives and the different answers people have and the different ways that they, um, that they interpret these questions. Um, it's just been fascinating, really, but hopefully it can, um, it can be a positive light in what's been just a very difficult time um, for 2020. Um, and I know we're in 2021 now, so hopefully this is a positive start. Um, but and I hope that if you are struggling with something out there, that seeing these videos will show you that you aren't alone, that um, there, are other, there are other people that are going through similar situations or something like you. So um, that's been my favorite part so far of the project, but I'll let you talk because I've been talking a lot. <laughs> Well, no, no, I love getting to hear about your project and the different things you've learned so far and what you value from the project. I think that's phenomenal. So for those of you who are just tuning in, I just want to like remind you down below, there's a link to the project page, Caitlin's project page. So be sure to follow that um, to stay up to date. There's already one video out. I highly recommend watching it. It's about safety and how women protect themselves, both physically, mentally, and emotionally. Um, it's High key, definitely recommend it. It's, only, it's less than 10 minutes long. So go check it out on your coffee break or something. Totally worth it. Um, can you kind of, I'm going to pivot to like the system of how you do these um, recordings. You mentioned uh, the hive as a place that you're physically recording them. So how, um, what's the process like? Can you kind of outline yeah. the, the behind the scenes, I guess? Yeah. So it's funny you mentioned that because, so I got a new camera for Christmas. I've never had like my own like fancy camera and so that's how I'm um, at first I was filming with my phone and my phone was being the absolute worst and it didn't I mean you were there actually for that when that happened I was um, I was like just having like serious issues with my phone and Sierra happened to be there and was like you can use my phone if you want and I was like no I'm gonna figure something else out so I actually ended up bringing my camera in and um, it's been so fun to film with that but I got that camera because I wanted to start vlogging eventually. And I was so nervous to do it because like having a camera in front of your face and not talking to anybody <laughs> is so uncomfortable. Right. But acting like you're talking to an audience. Right. It is the most uncomfortable thing, but I did it. I decided to film a vlog on a behind the scenes on how I film my series. I love um, that. 
I haven't put it together yet. I want to get like one or two more videos out before and kind of get that traction. So follow my pages. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. My videos will also be on YouTube. So follow all of those pages, subscribe, um, comment, like, interact with my Instagram stories, please. Um, but I filmed the vlog, so I'm going to put that out, but I'll tell you all how I do this. So essentially what I do is, um, like Sierra said, I'm filming at the Hive, Wichita, which is a co-working space for those of you who are just joining um, and didn't hear that part of it. But I will bring my camera in and the Hive is amazing because they have all of these rooms that if you're a member, you can reserve all of these rooms for a specific amount of hours per week, depending on your membership level. So for mine, it's up to 10 hours a week that I can reserve a room in there, but they have open co-working spaces that you don't have to reserve that you can use anytime um, and no time limit on them either. And so I'm using this, um, this filming studio that they've got in there and they've got a backdrop already set up. They have studio lights in there. They've got a ring light in there that I've been using. Um, they have cameras in there that you can use all of that, but I chose to bring in my own stuff just when I'm working from home. Um, then I can do it from home and I don't have to rely on going there all the time. Um, but I am reaching out to women that I know and asking them if they know any women that would be interested in um, interviewing for this. So um, I'm concluding my interviews at the end of February. I've got three more sessions of interviews. So, and I've got a few spots open. So if after our live today, you're interested and you're in the Wichita area, please feel free to reach out to me either on my personal or the project Instagram. I'd love to chat with you about it more. Um, but They'll come in and um, I'll have my camera set up in front of this backdrop and there's a stool sitting there. I have a microphone that I attach to them and um, what I'll do is I'll introduce the project. I'll kind of go over um, what the general idea is of it and then what they'll do is, like I said, I have cue cards and from there that has all of the questions and instructions about the project on it um, because again, this is meant for anybody who's coming into interview to feel as comfortable as possible. I don't want anyone to come in and feel like they are in a safe space to answer any of these questions. And I knew when I was thinking of the logistics of this, originally I was going to be in the room and ask these questions. But upon talking to my committee, um, we had kind of decided that that would take a, a long time, right? To like me have a conversation with you, Sierra, and then you feel comfortable enough to tell me and divulge some of the answers to these questions to me. Um, and so I wanted to get enough women as possible to create this series, but I didn't have enough time to sit and, you know, have a full conversation and then have someone feel comfortable enough with me. And if they do, that's awesome. But I didn't want to make anybody feel like they had to be put in that situation either. Right. So I'll explain this project to them and they'll get the cue cards and I'll leave the room. So I start recording the camera and then I leave the room. I hang out in the co-working space. And then once they're done, they'll, they don't have to turn off the camera or anything like that. They set the mic down and they come back out and grab me and then they're free to go. Um, and I'll show you around the hive too, if you ever want to see the hive while you're there. Um, so I block out about 30 minutes for each person. Um, but again, you don't have to answer all the questions either. So there's nine questions that you go through. And then once you finish answering the eighth question, um, it'll prompt you again saying at this time you can turn around and reveal your identity if you want to. 
Um, or you can remain anonymous and stay facing the wall and continue answering the question. And then you can walk out and have your identity either revealed or not revealed, depending on what you decided to do. So, and then from there, it's the editing process that I go through and, um, it can take a while for people to answer questions. So I try and chop out those um, blocks of silence in there to try and make the videos as short as possible because I don't want them to be more than five to six minutes each, um, especially knowing now how um, our attention span with social media and everything is so short, um, especially with Gen Z right now. The attention span for Gen Z is like no more than five seconds for a video. Um, so that's why I'm also utilizing TikTok to try and get people to be directed to YouTube, um, which I need to post more on TikTok. It's hard with these videos because I'm not like doing dances or anything. Right. <laughs> like TikTok is all about. But, um, but yeah, so I am going through and editing those videos together. And then at the end of each of these series, um, then the women who decided to reveal their identity, I'll have them turn around in their video. So right now, these first few, you're not gonna see anybody's identity yet. Um, and some of them you may not because they don't wanna reveal their identity and that's the whole point of this. So that's kind of my process. I don't know if there's anything else about the process that you want me to answer. How, how um... What kind of women are you pulling? Are you pulling all Gen Z? What kind of demographics are you? That's a great question. So this, um, because of the nature of the project and it being with grad school and everything, um, you do have to be over eight, you have to be 18 or older. Um, and that's it. Um, and identifying as a woman and that's it. Um, so I'm pulling all ages, all races, um, all of that to come in and interview. Um, because again, everybody's stories is different, right? Like, um, and, and that's the whole point. Um, so I want people to feel comfortable enough to come in and tell their stories because I think the more variety, um, that we have, it'll show the diversity of everybody's stories, but also hopefully hone in on the fact that women all deal with similar things. Right. End, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, I think it's so empowering. I'm just going to like hype you up for a minute if you don't okay. Um, I I just think it's so empowering that you are using a platform to share other women's voices um, and their stories because there's so many women, I mean, who aren't um, not willing to be vulnerable on social media, who aren't on social media, who just don't think that their experiences matter, even though they very much do, um, and maybe don't have, you know, a sister to impose their wisdom on or a best friend close by to talk about, you know, whatever it is they want to talk about. So I, I love that you're doing this both in the anonymous way so that if people are uncomfortable um, opening up and sharing their story, they still have a platform for their voice to be heard. I absolutely adore that. Um, I also love that you're doing it on so many different platforms and that you just got a camera for Christmas. You said at the beginning that your video isn't really your forte, but you're doing it anyway. I love that you're doing something new to help elevate others. And I think it's just a testament for all other people who maybe have a really good idea of sharing, sharing voices or um, making a difference in their community. You, you don't have to be an expert to start, right? Like you, you can start um, with your cell phone and uh, a room in someone's basement, like, like you can make it work and you can grow from there. So I just, I love that that's what you're doing. Um, I love the, just being able to see the growth even I mean, you have experience in communication, so you, you have a background, 
but even just the growth in like your video editing and your social media posting. And I think all of that has been really phenomenal. So leading to a question, what advice for you ha would you have for someone who maybe, like I said, has an idea, has no idea where to start? Yeah, well, thank you for all those kind words. I appreciate it. Um, it's been nerve wracking to to go and use my camera and stuff. Like I've got experience um, some with um, one of my friends that was also in the grad program for communications. And um, he allowed me to be a part of like an awesome um, local documentary project. And that really uh, sparked my interest more, but in video, but more in like content creation, um, not so much like documentaries and filmmaking in that aspect. Um, but because of that, I was like, I, I wanted to start vlogging. I love watching YouTube vlogs and that's why I'd asked for a camera for Christmas. Um, and I wanted to do something like that. Cause I'm like, how cool would that be? Like in the future to be able to say like, I can make some money off of content creation or like filming vlogs and stuff. I love that. I love that. Like TikTok has provided this platform for so many people to just like take off and, that's what I loved about TikTok was that it's just like, um, like totally normal people. Like you're not seeing like Kendall Jenner doing, I mean, right. Stuff, yeah. But like, yeah. it's all of these like normal people that are like taking off and making a difference in people's lives and just being that atmosphere and that, um, that space for like to have happiness because I see a lot of these um, influencers on TikTok and all the comments are just like, seriously, like you're the reason that I laughed today. You're the reason that I smiled today. And um, that is, that's what like hopefully this project can do for people. But my advice, so like I said, I don't have any um, video experience. So what I did was I looked it up on YouTube. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> um, so for my proposal, there was a part in it that I wanted like my, um, my social media logos to be animated in onto the page. And you have to do that through, um, what is it? I, I don't know. It's an Adobe program that I can't even remember Premier, the name. Or Premiere Pro. Not, um, Premiere's how I edit my videos. I, I think it's, I, I don't remember. After Effects, maybe? After <laughs> Effects. Thank you. After Effects. <laughs> and um, I have no experience in After Effects. After I did the thing for my proposal, I said, I don't want to do After Effects anymore because it is not, it's not fun to me. I think it's fun to other people and people do amazing with it, but it's not fun to me. But right. I just, I just like use YouTube videos. And if it's something that you're interested in, like I was interested in doing TikToks and I had originally got it because my sister was on it and I wanted to see her TikToks and she doesn't do anything that I do. She does like cosplay and stuff on there, which is really fun to watch. But um, I started posting dances and I was super nervous to post my first TikTok. And I was like, I'm just going to do it. And so then I did it. And, uh, and now it's like something I do every so often, like a few TikToks a month or something, because I'll see a dance. And I'm like, oh, I want to do that. So like, why not? Like, honestly, that's, that's the thing that I think people, um, when they're thinking about, oh, I would love to do that. But there's like so many reasons to not do something there. If, if you are, if you want to do something and you're nervous to do it, there's so many reasons to tell yourself that you can't do it, but you can. And, um, 
And I'm not a video expert still in the least bit, but I'm a little bit more comfortable. And it's like cool to be able to say that I, I have a little bit of experience in it. Um, and so why not? I mean, it doesn't matter how old you are or anything like that. I think that's also something that can hold people back is uh, like, I'm almost 25. Like, why would I even try to learn this new skill? Like, there is no reason to do that. And, but there is, because like, I'm only 25. I'm not like, oh, I'm 25. I'm only 25. Like, I'm someone who absolutely loves my birthday. Like, I can't wait to turn like the next year. It's your, and, it's your golden birthday this year, right? Like 25th. That's exciting. It is my golden birthday, May 25th. I'll be 25. Um, so it's going to be, I hope I'm having like a Taylor Swift themed birthday party. Oh, that'd um, be great. That'd yeah. be great. I know. But, uh, but yeah, like, uh, so I, I love getting older, I guess, because like of all the experiences that you go through and just thinking, wow, like, you know, that year was amazing because I did all of these things. And, um, and so that's what I love about like each year and having a, you know, new experiences at different ages. So like if you're 30 and you're like, I don't feel like I can do this, but I thought about it and I kind of want to, then do it. If you're 50, do it like 60, do it. Like you're not getting any younger. So why not just do it? You know what I mean? Absolutely. I, I think yeah. that's something else I love about your project is you are pulling women of all age, age brackets and all demographics. Um, to help share their wisdom for people in their peer group or people younger than them or people older than them. Um, and I really, I wanna to talk to you a little bit about your sister because she was kind of the um, spurring moment, I guess, kind of, right? I don't wanna put yes. like words in your mouth, but she was a big I part think, of the project, right? I think unknowingly she was. And so when I think like, oh, I'm doing these things and I, I want women to feel comfortable to do these things, I always think about her and like what she's going to think about this video project or, or things like that. Because like we're each other's only sisters, but we're like half sisters. So we don't have the same mom. And she lives in Oklahoma. So I don't see her all the time. I see her like every other weekend most of the time um, for like a day. So we don't see each other often, um, but we're like super close still. And we're all, we have like this huge age gap. Cause like I said, she's 14, I'm going to be 25 this year. So, and she just turned 14. So, um, so yeah, anyways, go ahead. <laughs> well, no, that's, that's great. I, I think it's so important to think about why you started projects, right? Like it doesn't matter what project is, but like, as long as you have a why, I think it's that much easier to you know, if you don't have the skill set, if your why is super important, the reason why you're doing it, you're willing to go on YouTube and stay up all night figuring out After Effects, or you're willing to go out and find mentors to teach you videography or um, networking or anything. And so I think it's really great that um, she's kind of a part of that. So do you like consult her on any of your TikToks or, or anything? Is she like oh my gosh. an unofficial board member or something? Oh my gosh. Well, first, hi, grandma. I see you on here. Um, she loves that I'm talking about my little sister. Um, <laughs> she's a little softy. Uh, um, but uh, <laughs> I think that she's kind of sick of my TikToks now. <laughs> because I'm like, hey, do you want to do a TikTok together? She's like, I don't know any of what you're doing. Because <laughs> like the, the algorithm that she's on with TikTok is not the same algorithm that I'm on. Um, <laughs> so I think she kind of laughs at me a little bit, but I know it's all in good fun. <laughs> right. Um, As little sisters do. But I will say she is a hype woman 
for sure, like hands down to the end of the world. I posted TikTok within two minutes, she's liking it. She is like, she's like the, like, if I have one view on a TikTok, it's always her. So she is like super supportive, but that's just like how she is. And I think that anybody will, that knows her will say that. And um, she's just like the most down to earth, genuine, calm presence. Um, And like, it's weird to say that you like look up to a 14 year old, but like the the vibes that she gives off is like what I hope to portray. And I hope that she can look up to me and, and feel that too. And look to me as someone that, you know, she can, she wants to be someday. So that's also kind of what spurred this project. And I don't think that she actually like knows that (laughs) because she is 14. So she's still young enough. Like she's like wise beyond her years really. But I, I, I don't, I don't know if she gets like really uncomfortable when you like, call her out so this if she sees this she's not on instagram but when she sees it because i know she will it's gonna make her super uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) like in a way that's like i don't know how to handle this because i don't know how to take compliments right Uh, like in a super cute way (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah well uh when she gets on instagram i hope she does see it because i think it'll be a good growth opportunity for her and and a good time to see how much you care and appreciate her so not that she probably doesn't already know that but just another affirmation um so if anyone has any questions for caitlin i realized i didn't even say that at the beginning but please feel free to utilize the chat ask any questions um that you may have but I want to ask a quick question now, and yeah. this may be, may be jumping the gun, but after you've worked on this project and you've started to release it, launch day was on Monday, do you think that this may lead to any future projects, or is that, like, not even on the horizon yet? Not on the horizon yet. Um, I had recently just decided on a new way I was going to release the videos anyway, so I'm going to be releasing them for a while because I want to release, so like this first group of five women that you'll see in this video, um, the next video I release isn't going to be the same women and it's going to be them answering a different question. But, you know, after I finish, you know, getting everybody's groups released, then I'll go back and release that first five group of women's next question. Um, And there's, again, nine videos in each series. So there's going to be a ton of videos, hopefully, that we'll be releasing. And That was the point because when I had started this and I proposed this, I had proposed that I was going to release three videos before I defend my project, which is in April. And I think that I'll hopefully be able to release a little bit more than that because the editing process wasn't as strenuous as I had expected it to be. But um, actually, now I'm going back to your advice, like on starting a project and everything. Um, But back last semester because I'm in college so I still talk in semesters um last semester um I had to propose my project and I had to like write the first half of a thesis essentially and then the second half is the project instead of like conducting research um but I had you know gone in I had one class that I had to take on top of doing my project and writing the paper but I had no idea where to start writing papers isn't my favorite um Not that I don't mind it, but I always have a hard time starting doing it. And so I'm like telling all my friends, I'm like, I cannot do anything with this. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to start writing this. Um, I need to film um, this trailer so I can show it for my proposal, which honestly was an extra thing I didn't have to do, but I wanted to do it. Um, And they were like, 
just go like film your first interviews, like just go film your trailer and then see what happens. And like find that passion again for it that you had like two months ago, because at this point it was like mid September and I needed to be proposing my project to my committee in November. And I had to have all of my pages written. I had to have my paper written by then, which there's no limit on, but it ended up being like 15 pages. Wow. And finding all of this literature to back up why this project is necessary. Um, it was like a lot and it was intense. But once I actually like went and did the fun thing that came along with the project, it totally sparked that interest again and that passion. And I just like flew through it and I haven't wanted to stop. Um, so I guess if you're like in a rut with any project that you're working on, um, and you know that there's like so many steps to do, pick the one that's the most fun at first, the one that's like going to spark that passion again. Um, so that's like my, you know, side note of advice. No, I love that. That's great. I love that a lot. Um, so when, when you were writing your paper, can you, I, I don't know about thesis theses these these I I don't know uh, I don't know I don't know about them so like could you explain that maybe for someone who's looking to go to grad school slash what is a thesis slash your yeah. process yeah so with a traditional thesis so not the professional project thesis but with a traditional thesis um what you'll do is like you'll pick a you'll pick any topic that you want really um typically at least with my program you can pick any topic that's related to like, for me, communications in any circumstance. Um, and you'll write like an introduction for that paper, um, why you're doing this project. And typically with the thesis, you'll also write a literature review. So basically, if you don't know what that is, is um, you have this, um, <laughs> you have to find all of these like um, scholarly articles that back up the fact that you're doing this project and that what you're doing is necessary and relevant um, and that you're adding to that. So you're not just like copying what somebody else is doing. You are adding to all of these pieces of literature that have also discussed the same idea that you're talking about. And then in a traditional thesis, you'll generally do like surveys or focus groups, things like that. And, you know, do a lot of quantitative research. So a lot of statistic work um and that's not what i like <laughs> I, I don't like numbers i don't like doing any of that stuff um and then you'll write a conclusion and where holes might have been and what you could have done differently in the future with within like your surveys and focus groups and stuff the difference with mine is i did that introduction and i did that literature review piece and then i had to go in and talk about my methods so I had to talk about how exactly am I going to do this project. So like what we talked about earlier, um, how I'm conducting these interviews, where I'm going to be putting these interviews, like how is this going to be distributed? Who am I going to be working with and how are they going to be helpful to my project? So Andrea with the Hive for my project. Um, and then um, from there, I do the project. So that's what I'm doing this semester. I'm actually doing it. And then when I defend my, so you have to propose your project or your thesis to your committee um, and say, this is what I'm doing. This is why I want to do it. Do you have any questions, any feedback, any advice? Um, and so we did that. And then in April, I'll defend it. So I'll go back in and I'll say, hey, this is what I had originally said I was going to do. This is what I ended up doing. And this is um, how I think it's relevant. This is 
the um, results that I found out of this. Um, these are um, extra things that I did that I didn't think I was going to do like this Instagram live. Um, and then I say this is what I would do differently with this project in the future. Um, and then they talk about it and they tell me if I passed or failed and then tell me that I can graduate or not graduate from grad school. So it's no right. pressure at all. <laughs> no, no pressure at all. Okay. So. Well, I'm really excited to watch how this um, develops and grows and premieres, I guess, throughout the rest of the semester. And when yeah. you have like, you mentioned kind of extending some of the videos. So do you have like an expected season finale kind of thing? Or is that kind of depending on how many more videos you do? I think it depends on how many more videos I do. So um, at the end of each series, so like whenever I conclude the series of the first five women, which who knows when that will be, um, then I will, their last video, all of them are going to be either them turning around or them walking off. And, um, and it will be, I guess I can divulge this. It's nothing like giving the season finale or the series finale of like, stranger things or anything like that but um <laughs> but basically they're going to give their younger selves a piece of advice as a woman today um and then they'll walk off camera whether you know whether that be without their identity being shown or if they've shown their identity then they'll walk off camera um so that will be the last video that you'll see from each of them um which i'm really excited for honestly um i edited that first video but i really haven't gone through and listened to a lot because i think or from any of the interviews because um, a lot of the topics can get kind of heavy. And so I also have to mentally prepare myself to be able to listen to these, but not just like watch it, but edit it and be continuously listening to it through the editing process. So right. I have to kind of put on like, I, I don't know, like I, I have to have a funnel through my ear that, you know, I can hear it, but I'm not like totally absorbing it because I think another thing is that it's easy, at least for me, um, I, I feel like I can take on people's emotions. Um, so if someone's upset, I'm going to be upset. Uh, um, so it, it can be hard to not absorb that stuff. So, um, I haven't gone through and listened to everybody's answers yet. Um, just the one, the questions that I've edited, but, um, I'm excited to, and I'm excited to put them all together and for all of you to see them. Um, I hope that you all follow along, whether that be Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, um, watching the full videos and stuff. But, um, but yeah, like send me questions, um, whether that be here or, um, you can send them to my DM me on Instagram too, if you have questions about the project. Yeah, definitely. Be sure. Um, I tagged just a piece of me. That's the name of the, uh, digital series and project that Caitlin's working on. So be sure to give it a, a follow and check her out on all her other social channels. Um, someone said protecting yourself before editing kind of what you were saying about yes. good, like mental and emotional shield um, to work through the project, um, but not let it affect like, kind of like what we talked about in the very beginning, sending love and getting in a right mental attitude for the day. Um, not letting the editing bring down your day, bring down your happiness. Exactly. Um, exactly. I think, I think it's really important. You said that you take on people's emotions. I think that's a really good skill to have in like, and in my field in engineering and innovation, we talk about, yeah, it's really easy to solve a problem. Well, not, not really easy, but like we can solve a problem, but if it doesn't actually helping someone, if we aren't 
understanding their pain points or understanding the struggles that they're facing to solve that problem, we, there's no point in solving the problem, right? Yeah. So I think that you have a really good, um, you're really in tune with this project. And like I said, I really admire how you're amplifying other voices. And it's important to protect yourself, but I think you have the right skill set for this. And so I'm so excited to see how it goes and everything. Um, so how can people like, there's one episode out already on the Just a Piece of Me IGTV. Um, how, when else are videos coming out? How can people follow along with you and with the project? Yeah. Okay. I have, let me, uh, where is it? I had an agenda that said when I was going to release my next video. And I don't know where I put that. Okay. Um, well, if you text me, uh, I can put up a picture um, okay. on my stories and tag yeah. you in it. And then we can let people know. I'm hoping I can release it in like a, the next two weeks. Okay. The next Great. video. But that's like wishful thinking because I haven't started editing the next one. I'm kind of waiting for this week to go by with this one. And then I'll start the next um, group of um of editing okay uh, so i'll let y'all know but if you follow <laughs> my page i will keep you updated on when i'm going to be um following or when i'm going to be releasing the next video um, someone also, said sending tons of love from morocco good luck on your journey so you got you. love from all over the world coming your way thank you oh that's awesome well, I would have never expected that. So thank you. You're humbling me. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, exciting to see how this project will grow and the reach it'll have. I'm, I'm super, it's like one of those things, like how I imagine people who invested in Steve Jobs were like, like Apple's going to go far. I like th this project that you're working on. I feel like I'm like the person investing in you, Steve, Steve Jobs. Like this is going to go far. I'm super excited about it. Thank so you. I can't wait to see oh. how it, how it grows and develops and, if you ever need any help or, or want to do another live to talk about more things that you learn, just let me know. Um, yeah. So any, before we close out, cause we're almost at an hour and I think it's going to kick us off. Um, yeah. any, any final thoughts, any pieces of wisdom, anything that you wanted to talk about that we didn't get to? Um, Here's your I, I don't think so. I think we hit on it all, but fun fact for those of you that don't know, Sierra and I have known each other since like we were five. Yeah. Like preschool. Yes. <laughs> Like we were in grade school together. We did Girl Scouts together. I did Girl Scouts for one year with her. Once uh, a Girl Scout, always a Girl Scout. Yes. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, and then like we went through and graduated high school together. And now we've like done things within like Wichita State together. So that's a fun fact for you all. Yes. yes. Very um, fun fact. It's been a great, great relationship, I think, has yeah. been really cool. So it's been awesome to watch you grow. Me I too. get the added benefit of watching you for... 20 years um, <laughs> but yeah yeah it's been really it's been really cool yeah it's been, awesome. it's been awesome to watch all the things that you're doing like you are doing phenomenal things seriously like thank you it's been amazing to watch thank you you're welcome I'm, I love I love being able to connect with other women who are doing awesome things and mm -hmm. and that's why I think that's why I love your project so much because you're just like here's a platform to share your voice and I think that's just so um I mean, so for those of you who don't know, I'm involved in the Miss America organization and our whole mission and vision is to prepare great women for the world and to prepare the world for great women. So like setting the stage for great women to take the microphone um, and also making sure that they are prepared to take the microphone. And so I, that's exactly what you're doing. And I wholeheartedly love it. I don't think I could say I love it any more than I already have. <laughs>
I appreciate that. I hope that, you know, it resonates like that with other people too. So definitely take a look at the videos still. I'm not going to say that enough, but yes, yes. <laughs> look at the videos. Yes, yes. Okay, well, then if that's our, our final thought, I'm so glad you were able to join me this morning. Thank you for Thank taking you. time out of your day. Um, and everyone, go follow Just a Piece of Me, and I'll be posting intermittently um, as, as more videos come out. I'm going to keep pushing it on my page, so um, be sure you follow her, but if you miss it for some reason, I'll also post too. So yes. I'm yes. super excited. Thank you so much, Caitlin. Thanks, Sierra. Have a wonderful Wednesday. You too. Bye, everybody. Thank you all for joining in. And for more Let's Go Full Steam Ahead content, be sure to check us out at letsgofullsteamahead.com.